0: in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A N G I.com. Hey, friendos. Steve here.
1: And Lars. And welcome back to the Going In Raw podcast. Uh, right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Mm-hmm. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell to make sure you always get your new going in or on notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's there, Larson. Uh, we get the questions for these Matt Chat questions. Uh, $20 a month gets you... Uh, entry here on that chat to to give us your video questions. Also, there has been a slight change uh, Mm -hmm. to our Frendo Care package. Uh, We have run out of the Mecha Santa top-notch posters. Oh, dear. Those are done. We're done with those. Not going to reorder them. Wow. Uh, What I will be replacing them with, what we will be replacing them with New Era Frendo Care package. is. uh, This is the first change of maybe a couple that are on the way. But this is the immediate change anyway, so uh, for those of you who are uh, awaiting your December care packages and the people who are plunking down for the January care packages, uh, you're going to be getting two, two. two, two. different 8x10s of Steve and Larson. Wow. Actually, I think they're eight and a half by 11 I think it's a regular paper, but they look like 8x10s uh, in terms of... Uh, you know, what, like 8x10s? Like the wrestling ones where it has like a white border yeah, and yeah, then the name and yeah. the like thing. like headshots. Yeah, basically our, our media sh- shots, our headshots. Yeah, exactly. Uh, signed by us, so you get those instead. I figure the days of W. Steve W. and fun wrestling are, uh, for some, sadly, uh, for us, well, we whatever. we still
2: have interdimension dimension tension, two coming up, you know. But
1: that's the end of it. Uh, and so uh, I figure maybe something a bit more us-centric would be appropriate. Plus... I don't want to plunk down. I've got a bunch of those 8x10s laying around not doing anything. Yeah, true. I plunk down more money for these stupid posters. What if it's, we get a, a poster of uh, Rawgate Mutant? Uh, nope. It's in oh. the past. It's in the past. It's done and done, man. But he
2: lives on forever. In our hearts, perhaps. In, in our minds, too, I yeah. believe. Anyways, oh, this, we're getting way off base here. Let's get to some of these questions, because we got some good ones this week. Uh, first up, got a question from the Raptor. Oh. The Raptor is back. Let's see what Raptor has to say. and hey, Stephen Austin. It is I. With another mad chat question and it seems that aew will be with us for three more years so simple fun question where will aew be in three years who will be the champions who will be there from the wwe and elsewhere what will aew be in three years
1: thank you raptor thank you raptor uh, go ahead, So, Steve. of course, the big news: AEW bang, re-signed or renewed, extended by TNT for up to three to maybe four years. Big, big deal. Uh, pretty awesome for all the wrestlers on the planet because they're going to get paid even more, oh, yeah. which is awesome money. So, that being said, where will they be in three years? Uh, you have a, your answer is very optimistic. You go. You're going to go best case scenario. Oh, I'll go worst case scenario. All right. Uh, in this the day and age of Disney-esque entertainment conglomerates, Monopolies. trying to buy up all that all that stuff, I'm gonna say WWE is gonna own AEW in three years. Yeah, man, believe it. Look, they can only have so many of those matches before uh, their bodies start to give out. WWE is gonna be able to purchase every wrestler on the market. They're gonna say, "Oh, you want you want more of a showcase in AEW? Here, do you like more of a showcase or more money? We can offer less dates because we're gonna stop doing house shows, uh, and uh, and yeah. So everybody's gonna be flocking to WWE. They're not even gonna be used on TV, and they're still gonna be going to WWE because the paycheck for doing absolutely nothing, they'll find hobbies. Um, so yeah, the WWE's gonna own AEW I mean, that's the most in three years. Apprentice. It's not that outlandish." Well, it's everything really said not said that outland. Like people
2: at wrestlers are gonna be content just be paid to sit at home. Nah. There are
1: plenty of wrestlers that are totally content to be. Yeah, to but to a lot outlandish. of the ones
2: that are stars are stars for reason because they have ambition, and they would not be content to sit at home to collect the paycheck. Um, uh, here's what's gonna happen three years time. Uh, they're uh, according to the press release for this new deal or the renewal of the deal, new the extension deal. of the deal between AEW and, and Turner Media. Uh, they said the average episode. It's about one point two million uh live plus uh seven day D V R. Yeah. So one and a quarter million roughly. Yeah. They're gonna start uh getting towards that live. You're gonna see about what, a thirty percent increase over the course of three years of just their live numbers, uh, if you take into account the plus seven, I don't know, over one and a half. I think that'd be awesome. It's stand of three years. Um, there's going to be a mid-card title because there's so many people coming in <laughs> they definitely to AEW. Title. They need that mid-card title. That's the truth. That's something that should happen within the next year, if not sooner. Uh, most importantly, um, they've got a pretty uh, decent partnership with AAA right now. Uh, they're going to expand that. Yes, they're going to start working with New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's for the benefit of all involved. Um, and they'll set aside you know, bruised egos, mm-hmm. hurt feelings, mm-hmm. forbidden door, Kick down, kick down, yeah, um, and and they're going to forge a partnership with New Japan, and it's going to do wonders for everybody involved. Um, uh, you know, within the span of the next three years, you're going to see Kenny with that title, MJF with that title, hell, maybe Darby Allen with that title if 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 they if they build him correctly. Which, granted, he needs to start winning some matches. It's too small. He's not going to get the title. Well, he's, 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 mid card title, he's sure. a Classic underdog. Um, there's a lot of potential. For huge stars be made in AEW, Darby on one of them. Uh, revival, they'll sign with AEW when their
1: contracts are up with WWE. They're not going to be up in three years though. They're going to re-sign and no, they're not. They're, they're going to f-
2: leave in spring. That ain't going to happen. Yeah, they're leaving in spring. Sorry, dude. Because Young Bucks just said that they Dream Match Revival, they're going to make that happen. They'll put the pink, back up the Brinks truck, to get the revival over there because it's sticking it to the WWE.
1: I don't think that's the, that's the revival are going to collect a big, giant, fat paycheck.
2: They don't want money. They want emphasis on tag division. That's what AEW's got.
1: Yeah, money goes a long way, man.
2: Yeah, but they already said, yeah, uh, $500,000, eh, we'll get back to you.
1: Because they know they can get a million each. Yeah. Why would they take a 500000 and they get a million from the division. Well, WWE? it depends if,
2: if Vince is convinced that he wants to pay them that much money, which apparently he is not. Uh, let's move on. Next question, cult to false realities. See what he has to say.
3: What's going on? Steven Larson called the false Realities back here with another Matt chat question. And I'm gonna keep this one short guys. So we've been talking about how Bray, well, the fiend has been having these weird powers to where it turns people from heel to face or face to heel when they, when they face them. So my question is, since it's been rumors saying that it's going to be Roman reigns versus Bray at WrestleMania, would it be better for Roman to lose to the fiend to get, that hit, to get that heel turn. Would that actually help creative and show a new direction? Too sweet, hearty handshake. Thanks, guys.
2: Thank you, Cult of False Reality. Thank you, Cult of False Realities. So uh this is what I'm thinking. Okay. So Roman wins Rumble. I said this before, this is nothing new. Roman wins Rumble. He takes on Fiend at WrestleMania. Uh we're seeing bit by bit, especially there's a the, the greater emphasis on this uh, with the Daniel Bryan feud. That the Fiend has a weakness. Rambling Rabbit knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Rambling Rabbit is once again dead, however, so it seems like Daniel Bryan has to be left to his own devices to try to figure out what that weakness is. Daniel Bryan is convinced there is a weakness. There. Daniel Bryan is, co- Bryan is convinced the Fiend can be beaten. However, he's going to come sharp at the Rumble. He will not defeat the Fiend. Next in line will be Roman. Uh, he's going to come the closest yet. But he will ultimately lose at WrestleMania. But in in, in losing, maybe gee about threw that (laughs) pen Ah. in my face. (laughs) In 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 defeat, he will find the key to eventual victory. Ah. So we're gonna get a year long build to their eventual rematch, um, where he's gonna do Roman's gonna do some serious detective work to really get to the bottom of what this whole theme thing is, uh, pinpoint exactly what this weakness is and learn how to exploit it. So at Mania next year, he gets the win over The Fiend. Uh, it's, too, it's too quick for The Fiend to take a serious L right now. Yep. Um, uh, it's hadn't been a year since he's come back. Um, it would be, what, eight months or so with the title. It's not enough time. Um, Fiend getting a win over Roman at Mania, when everybody would expect Roman to win, would be huge for The Fiend. Give him a long title run. Build him up. Add dimension to the character. And so by the time Roman does beat him at next year's Mania – there's, there's real weight to it. Because maybe, hopefully by then, they'll add several more layers to The Fiend. And, and while they build him up as a heel, as basically a horror movie villain in defeat, maybe the audience can gain some measure of sympathy for what is obviously a very broken and fractured individual. And I think there's a lot of uh, potentially interesting storyline to be developed. If they do it that way, they probably won't. Roman Plytus beat him this year,
1: and that'll be that. You know what would be cool? If they get, if they sort of tried to have their cake and eat it too a little bit. So I like your idea. I like the idea that they do like a year long thing where Roman figures it out, he loses first. But they could actually have what if they did this? What if they had Roman win at WrestleMania? But that universal title has been so corrupted by the fiend that when you take on the fiend, you're you're changed, right? We know that. What if you beat the fiend? And you change more. What if what if the yeah, what if the bigger deal is beating him and Like you not only have to beat him, but then you're you're cursed and you have to beat the curse of the fiend. And that's where Rambling Rabbit. And if you beat the curse of the fiend, then the fiend will start to get weakened. I don't know. I have no idea how they play that out. It seems like kind of an abstract concept, but I like the idea that Roman would win and he would experience none of the bounty that comes with winning beyond just the physical title itself. Everything else would start falling apart for him. Um, and then it drives him into, like, some sort of heel-type madness. And then he has to recover from that, and that's how you really beat The Fiend. I don't know how it would be, but I like that better than simply him having to look at game tape and being like, okay, is there a part on his body where you have to press harder or something yeah, like that? Yeah,
2: well, I think The Fiend's weakness wouldn't be physical.
1: Yeah. It would be mental and so, or emotional. I'm wondering if, like... You know, the, the answer to how to beat the fiend is you got to betray your own principles. Essentially, replay the Cena thing, but do it with Roman and do it right this time. Because, you know, as you've, you've mentioned this a lot of times, it's sort of the turning point for Bray Wyatt in terms of how we perceived him was when he took on Cena at WrestleMania years ago. You know, Cena got to have his cake and eat it too. Oh, yeah. He got to win on his terms and it yeah. meant nothing for Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Whereas if they replay that, but with Roman Reigns, who's kind of the successor to John Cena, or at least Vince wants him to be. Um, if you replay that scenario, Roman wins, but he has to betray himself to do so. And that really takes him down this really dark path. That's an interesting story. And you can have the Roman win at Mania, but then things start going downhill for him hey, big time. you can have it or cake and eat it too?
2: Let's do both of them. If Roman loses the first time. It takes him a year to find out he has to betray his, his who he is. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> then he beats him at Mania, goes down the the dark path. You get a whole three-year storyline. Yeah, out of yeah it. that'd be great. That'd be good. That'd I be like good. it a lot.
0: in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com that's A-N-G-I dot com
2: uh, next Gion Halili Let's see what Gion has to say
0: hey there
3: friendos this is Jacksonville's number one match Chatter Gion Halili
2: back with another match Chat question uh, this week what I want to know
3: what is the absolute best thing going on for each company? Uh, what's the best thing going on for WWE? And you could talk about
2: all three brands. Uh, for AEW, New Japan, and whatever else you guys want to talk about. It's not so much a debate as it is just a discussion. So have one. And uh, yeah, you guys are amazing. Too sweet and too good. Later, guys. Thank you, Guillaume.
1: Thank you, Guillaume. You want to go first? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right, so uh, here's what I got. Well, let's do let's do this company. Let's do this brand by sure, brand, sure, I guess. Sure. So first yeah, okay. up, Raw. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna say the best. The best thing that I, they got going from right now is Asuka. Yeah, that's a it, good choice. Sh- it's she's so amazing, and I know she's probably. Here's what I hope. I hope that when she loses at the Rumble, that'll tie them up, and they'll need a rubber match for Mania. I think that'd be terrific. Uh, so that's what I have is my favorite thing on Raw. I mean, what, the best thing they have going is what you you put down, but I didn't want to step over that, so uh, go ahead. For
2: Raw, it's totally this, this Seth AOP stuff. Uh, the, the way they uh, kind of indoctrinated Buddy Murphy into their faction was brilliant. Um, uh, it seems like they're going to start hopefully week by week casting a wider net with this story. Um, it, it should, if done right take over raw and be really effective.
1: It'd be great if they were able to execute some sort of raw civil war. Exactly. You know. Yeah. That, that'd be terrific. That'd be that cool. being said, I do want Buddy Murphy to be. If there's going to be a central faction of like four guys, I want yeah, yeah, that yeah, to yeah, be yeah. Buddy yeah. Murphy.
2: Well, I think I think if nothing else, you can have the the core faction, whether it be you know four or five six members, and then you know like like I've said before, at a certain point when Seth feels emboldened in, in enough, he can draw the line in the sand Mm -hmm, because he's already said several times you're not with us you're against us yeah where he actually takes the raw locker room to task and say all right declare your allegiance now yeah or or if not uh you get to deal with the aop Mm -hmm. yeah um and you know you can have you know the core group on Seth's side the core group you know joining owens and and samoa joe uh, and and not have to say you have you know like two 30 person factions you know right because that would get unwieldy yeah um Anyways, that for me, that's the best thing going on Raw. Uh, Seth seems like he's having a blast. The way he handled... It, oh, oh, he seems like he's having so much. Yeah, fun right now. buddy, joining was great. Um, I like Joe and Owens together. Um, it's all been really good so far.
1: All right, on SmackDown, I've got Otis and Mandy is my favorite thing going on right now. Honestly, SmackDown does not have a lot going for it. No,
2: there's only only two things, and we and we're mentioning both of them.
1: It's still. I was talking about this in the mod chat earlier. It's crazy to me. That Raw's roster is as stacked as it is. Like, how did they end up? Like, they, they got it. I, if I was Fox looking at SmackDown, I'd be furious. I'd be furious. Like, look at this. Look at the, look at the Raw's top ten. Where do I put this? This is in the mod chat here. Right, I know where I, you find that? I know even that, even with this, I'm a. Uh, I'm like leaving people out because this is off the top of my head. Oh, all right. But I mean, look at their top to go. just We have Brock,
2: Seth, Owens. Okay, so Bray, Andrade, AJ, Joe, AJ Orton, 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 Alistair
1: Black, Alistair, Ricochet, Ricochet, Buddy Murphy, and Drew McIntyre. Oh, Drew, yeah, that's twelve.
2: Because I named ten. That's, that's twelve.
1: That's a and lot. SmackDown. They
2: have Bray, Roman, Daniel Bryan. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Nakamura. Yeah. The New Day. So, like, here's the thing. I think any of the people, like, rude. I'm not going to say Dolph or Corbin. But any of the people, like, Nakamura, yeah. Cesaro, okay. Sami Zayn, if he's he's not injured. But they don't do anything with these guys. So, they've essentially buried a chunk of their roster. And so, all you're really left with, with people... That you think of as like winners, as like people who you want to see featured, at this point is Roman, Daniel Bryan, and Bray. And that's mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. That is it. That being said, uh, for me, kind of the most interesting— They can't interesting, even get Sasha right.
2: Yeah, it's weird. Like, she's lingering. Um, for me, the most interesting part of SmackDown right now is what they're doing with The Miz. Um, I think The Miz, how he's kind of been changed by The Fiend, how Daniel Bryan's involved, John Morrison, now The New Day— I think it's been handled pretty well. Yeah, it has been, all been right. 2 over the top. Yeah, um, Miz's performances have been really good, and, and Morrison, during his Miz TV segment last week, I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Kind of pushing Miz to where I think Morrison wants him to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's all been pretty good so far. Uh, NXT, go ahead, Steve.
1: Uh, it's still the undisputed era. I take a look at uh, they're the cornerstone. I take a look at the end of Takeover UK, the UK. Undisputed era guy, and grant I know it was a surprise thing, and mm-hmm. surprise things always get a bigger pop or whatever. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, they got such a massive pop, a pretty huge pop, a huge pop. It's still the undisputed. And I think they, I think undisputed era was going in there thinking, okay, you know, we are the bad guys coming in? This is the UK territory. They're gonna they, no, they're gonna boo. No, no man, massive face. No, heat. um, uh, for me next is Keith Lee. Oh, he's the hot hand man.
2: Uh, they're finally getting around to giving him a really good push, and it's been great to see. Uh, he didn't really do much for a year and a half after oh, he signed he there, didn't. Um, but now uh, hopefully it was worth the wait because he's doing awesome stuff right now. You know, they're doing a little too much of the him emerging behind people.
1: Yeah, they, need to, up, they need to ease. They need to get a little bit more. Bit. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, I could also say for NXT. NXT has their women's division. Oh it's yeah, amazing! Yeah. It's absolutely amazing uh and then let's see here AEW my favorite thing of AEW and i honestly think the best thing they got going is mjf i think he's the one guy who has been so steady and granted he doesn't wrestle a lot i hope that changes he's the one guy who's been so steady and consistent with how high the quality of his promos are that uh i put him at top for AEW
2: oh for me yes the kenny uh hangman paid stuff Hmm. Um, Boozing it up. Yeah. Well, mostly. Yeah. I'm really into what they're doing with Paige right now. Um, so far, they're not going over the top with it. Yeah. You know, usually at most, he has a drink in his hand. He's got something funny on his I on his feel, lower third. I feel
1: like they're edging close to getting too it much. Could, it, it. it could
2: happen if they get over, too overboard with it. Then no, it won't be that interesting. But the fact that uh, you know he's losing. He's, he seems to have lost himself somewhat, mm-hmm. so he's turned to the bottle. Yeah. Um, so long as they don't go too overboard with it, I think it could be interesting. And how this dynamic between him and Kenny is going to either going to alienate him more from the elite or bring him back into the fold, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But there's interesting stuff going on there, Yeah. and sure. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Uh,
1: New Japan, we're in agreement. It's I couldn't agree with you more. Best thing. Best thing. Absolutely best thing. <laughs> Just throwing them shoot punches, zoning out. Oh, my gosh.
2: You see that gif of him doing that? I think that was uh, against uh, Jay White in 19. No. Where he turns the trans booty and starts doing this.
1: Huh. That's interesting. That's weird. Like He's he was great. shaking off. Yeah. Like he
2: got punched in the face, and that's him shaking it off. It was just like knocking knocking the pain off his nose, essentially. That's fantastic. He's the best. He is the best. Amazing. Amazing. I, I agree co- completely. Next, Joshua Martinez. Let's see what Joshua has to say.
1: Ooh, another, another uh, tracking shot here for Joshua.
2: Hey, friendos. Joshua Martinez back this week with a Matt Chat question. So I was wondering if you notice AEW has been doing a lot of special episodes of Dynamite, whether it be the Legends of Memphis or um, they're doing Bash at the Beach or I know next week they're going to be doing an episode from Jericho's Cruise, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm wondering, do you think WWE would benefit from this? Whether it be, uh, I know they did the wildcard finals for SmackDown a couple years ago, but do you think they should do more of these special types of episodes, you know, and maybe do some special things? I don't know. More of the raw roulette um, episodes. Um, Just something I was thinking about. Be interested to know what you guys think. Thanks, Rentos.
1: Thank you, Joshua Martinez. Thank you,
2: Joshua Martinez. Some fine camera work there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Like the wild card final was cool. Still have no idea what it meant. Yeah, sure. Um, And here's kind of my issue with doing regular special episodes, kind of like with AEW. They already have pay-per-views, and you do special episodes. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna make these B-level pay-per-views seem even less important. Yeah. Now, if they dolled up some of these B-level pay-per-views instead of dolling up episodes of Raw or SmackDown, then they, then we're talking about something. If they have a, a pay-per-view from a boat, mm-hmm. um, mm, yeah, that'd be good. You know, on the beach or something. I'm on a plane!
1: Yeah, well, sure. Those big carrier. I guess that's maybe possible. Like the, Probably uh, not. The Spruce Goose.
2: Well, that's not, I don't think they ever took off more than like 20 feet off the ground. <laughs> well, there you go.
1: Um, was, there, was there never a... a top a, of, a, of a blimp. Uh, there was never a plane as big as the Spruce Goose that uh, made in the air? Those know. big carried on there? Aren't there planes that like carry See, the C5 tanks and, and, stuff? and stuff like that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Those are decent size, but I think the Spruce Goose was larger than that. Was it? Have you ever been inside the Spruce Goose? I have not. I was years ago. Where is it? It was in Long Beach. Oh. It used to be right by oh. the Queen Mary. I think they moved it. Though. Oh, wow. It was years ago. I remember being really large. Yeah. So no, I mean, it's if they're gonna if they're gonna doll up anything, if they're gonna spruce anything up, spruce up some of these B level pay per views because some of them just feel like glorified episodes of Raw and Smack.
1: You know what I'm totally fine with though. Like I do appreciate when Raw had the King of the Ring. I like when they do stuff that like carries the episode to episode. I mean, ideally your stories will do that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I honestly think they just like Raw is pretty good these days. It's it's funny because Sean Rossat mentioned this the other day on Twitter. He said. Why is it Raw and SmackDown can never just both be good? I know. It's always got to be one or the other. And now it's Raw and SmackDown's crap. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they need to focus on just making good TV first. Yeah. Maybe, like, a special episode will, like, help that. Like, a SmackDown. Maybe SmackDown well, starts the, running a King of the Ring The tournament.
2: problem is, is, like, when Vince does these things, um, uh, it's not with any sort of long-term goal in mind. It's just a, a short-term pop. Yeah, right. And that's kind of the issue. I know the Young Bucks just recently said that they feel the need to kind of dress up episodes of, of Dynamite because uh, they only have four pay-per-views a year. Yeah, well, yeah, no. So it makes a sense, sense bash
1: at the beach, you know. they got to have their Clash of Champions. Yeah, man. Has Cody, like, tried to trademark that one? That I don't know. I don't know. If not, maybe we should get on it. There you go. Our going and Raw presents clash Oh, no, WWE has it. They said they have Clash of Champions now. So it's they WB have Clash had. of Champions? Yeah, they do have Clash right. of Champions. Sorry. We'll put the The back in it, Clash of the Champions.
2: I don't think that's enough of differentiation to get a don't new think trademark. So. No. Are you a trademark
3: lawyer?
1: No, but I— we d- might need to contact one because we got to get on that. We have like two more months left to prove that we're monetizing ten for the win. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, next question.
2: Next, B man Patrick Sparks got a question. Take it away, B man. Hey, friendos, Pat here. So, new Saudi Arabia show coming up on the way to uh, Mania. How much is that going to be the detriment to Mania? And yeah, because usually the storylines are pretty stupid and it's just a big roadblock for everything that's currently going on and has been been built and continuing to build to Mania. Um, What do you guys think?
1: Thanks, Grandos. Thank you, Patrick Sparks. Thank you, Patrick Sparks. Go ahead, Steve. All right. Uh, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a hindrance. I mean, these things are usually. Sort of spectacles anyways. I mean, I know last time like the Universal Championship changed hands. I don't foresee anything like that given that Mania is right around the corner. It is possible that a low-level title like a tag title might change hands uh, to get where they want to go to Mania. Um, And I could also see perhaps maybe a couple of the matches or maybe one match will have like a stipulation that will affect a Mania match. But uh but I don't know. I mean, they booked the Saudi shows. They've been booking the Saudi shows as a bit more important than the B level pay per views. And we usually get. I mean, is there not going to be a what? What is it usually between Rumble? There's and –
2: There's usually Rumble, Elimination Chamber, Fastlane. That's what it was fast last line.
1: year. Fastlane, yeah, Fastlane, yeah. There's there was two between them. Oh mm-hmm. my
2: god. Yeah, it was Chamber and and Fastlane. Yeah. And has
1: Chamber or Fastlane been announced for? I don't know this year. Like check. Um. So, maybe Crown Jewel, or whatever this one's going to be called, it's not going to be called Crown Jewel. Maybe this Super one. Super Showdown or something it's going to be like that. Super Showdown. Maybe it's going to, you know, take place instead of those other ones. But no, in WWE, they'll want everything.
2: Uh No. So well, elimination chamber, elimination okay. chamber is March 8th in Philadelphia. That's what's okay. been announced so far. All right. So, I would suspect that. The February one, is, the show is just going to be whatever's in Saudi Arabia. That makes sense,
1: because it's late February, right? It's like the 20-something or another?
2: 20th or 27th. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. That uh, So you mentioned that the the Saudi shows are usually about spectacle. Yeah, sure. Um, of course, at Crown Jewel, we saw Brock versus Kane Velasquez. Mm-hmm. And I know there's been talk of Kane being Brock's opponent again at Mania, mm-hmm. which the title on the line is on the line. I'm not that interested in it. Yeah. Uh, let's just have the rematch at Super Showdown. We really needed to start calling him Velasquez.
1: That's what I said, wasn't it? You said Kane. <laughs> it always, I always think of Kane. Uh, He's coming back on SmackDown. Yeah, no, I saw Friday. that. I saw yeah.
2: that. Kane Velasquez. Um, and uh, uh, let's just have that match at the next Saudi show. Mm-hmm. Title on the line, whatever, fine. Um, so that maybe uh, Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins or both of them could take on Brock Lesnar in Mania. Uh, a storyline that's actually uh, uh, part of the larger fabric of the story they're telling on Raw. Uh, Get that top title involved. I think it it adds a lot more weight to the the feud, if if that's the case. Next, got a question from
1: Rich. Rich. Friendos, Rich is Smash Bro here. I'm watching a couple jabronis on the screen
3: just there. I don't know who the fuck they are, but anyway. You guys being the elite pro wrestling podcast, you do all your live streams and such. Give me the
1: top five friendos you would watch the Royal Rumble with. And as much as we all love Cal, leave Cal out of it because he's been around a lot lately and he's like exclusive friendo. But, you know, give me five friendos you'd watch the Rumble with. Two good brothers. Thank Thank you, Rich. Rich.
2: Uh, I go first. Um, This is what I would do. We have the best mods in the entire business. Oh, no question. They sacrifice their time. No question. Uh, uh, to mod our chat during these pay-per-views, um, and and I, I can't I can go on and on with, the, with how much I appreciate their efforts. Yeah. So uh, for Rumble, give them the day off. Yeah. Okay. And what's and not just that, watch the Rumble with them. Okay. So whomever is available, uh, five, ten, however many um, are available. Watch Rumble with us. I'm talking Enforcer Stevie Bradley, Tim Spulak, Mr. Dope, AO Worm, B Man, Joshua Martinez.
1: They're all great. I only want Mr. Dope to come over for AEW pay per view. Okay. Because he loves AEW. I know. He does love AEW. Have you seen a bigger mark for AEW than Mr. Dope? I have not. I swear every picture I see him and he's got an AEW shirt on. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He needs to dial it down
2: a little bit. His his love for AEW is only matched by his uh, fandom of Candice LeRae. (laughs) NFL players. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, uh, you know, Armage, that would be my pick.
1: That's a good one. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to say our most uh, generous friendos financially. So we're talking about Epico, Mm -hmm. the good people at Draft House Games. Uh, the people who have been $50 patrons mm-hmm. over a lengthy period of time. Uh, our biggest charity donator who I'm pretty sure is Sandra. Uh, so I'm going to invite all the high roller, big Good choice. money Good choices. I'm going to bring them out and say, Hey, thanks so much. Here's some pizza. Sit down, you know, just be quiet and watch the show with us. No talking, no talking, no huh? talking, no talking, huh? Yeah. I guess. That's what I would do.
2: All right. Uh next question from Christopher Rampersad.
3: Hello Steve Larson. So my question is is about Austin Theory. Do you feel like Austin Theory could join the Undisputed Era? And will he be the reason that the Undisputed Era breaks up? It'd be a great platform for him. And I feel like
1: he's a type of guy who could join the Undisputed Era and maybe you can tease a feud between him and Roger
3: Strong. Or something. What's your thoughts on Austin Theory joining Undisputed the Era and helping his career going forward?
2: Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, no, I don't think Austin Theory is going to ever be a part of the Undisputed Era.
1: I don't even want him on my TV for like another five years. He's too young, man. NXT is a place where people go if they're experienced and they know what they're doing. And uh, I just don't think it's Austin Theory. He doesn't, he doesn't do a lot for me right now. I'm sure in five years. How about this? Have him go to evolve again. Go back there, uh, and then have him go to AEW for an excursion. Mm. No, you know what? Go to New Japan for uh, your excursion, and then come back to WWE when you're wizened. When you're what did they tell Adam Cole when he came to try out for WWE? Toughen up. Toughen up. Go away. Grizzle up and come back. Tell Austin Theory the same thing. Go away. You're too young. When you're 27. Uh, come back and you'll be a big, big star. Okay. That's what I say.
2: So as far as joining Undisputed Era, no. No. Okay. And I don't think he'd lead directly uh, ever to the break of Undisputed Era. But, you know, for the sake of this discussion, let's say... I'd be
1: okay if he carried their bags. That'd right. be cool. If, like, you see their car drive off and he's running behind them. Running after it. Um,
2: And th- this could apply to, to, to a lot of people on, on NXT. Like, whoever beats, say, Roddy for the North American title, uh-huh. and and that causes a division within the dispute era because they're no longer draped in gold, um, then that could lead to some sort of splinting of the Undisputed Era in theory. Uh, and sure, Austin Theory could do that, but that could just just as well beat anybody who beats Roddy for that North American title, you know? I didn't mean to make this video public. Right Oops, it's already public, huh? I guess so. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. So, that uh, was the saying. Whomever yeah, right. beats Say Roddy, for example, for the North American title, could potentially cause him splitting within Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that person's has to be Austin Theory because they really like him, they believe in him, they think the sky's the limit for him, so be it.
1: I would stop watching. There you go. I would be all. I would just be like, you know what? I'm all about uh, NWA now. Yep. Which you just, I I I already am. You just watch Power. I would stop Power watching AEW. I would just load up Impact and watch all that right. in place of AEW.
2: All right. You mean NXT?
1: Uh, yeah, NXT, that too. Uh, there you go. I uh, got a
2: text question from the Howdly Doodly Champ. It says, which wrestlers... Oh, he says, this question comes from uh, L. LaParka Day, uh, DJ Booty Dan. Which wrestlers represent which cat from Cats musical? And if you haven't seen Cats, what type of cat is each wrestler on the main roster? I am not familiar with Cats. I'm not familiar with Cats musical. I'm not familiar with Cats, period. I, I don't know which seen. type of cat is which type of cat. I don't know anything about Cats.
1: I have seen... Cats the Musical when I was a little kid. Yeah. It freaked me out then. It freaks me the fuck out now. That movie looks like an abomination. It looks like it's horrible. It looks terrible. Everybody says it's a fucking weird-ass movie. Graphics look like shit. There's that weird scene. I saw that one clip where what's her face? Judy Uh, Dench has her hand. Rebel... No, I didn't even see that. I heard about that. I yeah, didn't see I saw it still from that. Ugh. and then like Rebel Wilson, mm-hmm. is that her name? Mm-hmm. She like unzips her cat fur and she's got more cat fur underneath her cat fur suit. It's fucking weird and I can't stand it. And no, I don't know. I don't even know different breeds of cat. I know hairless cats and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that's that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. I, I don't want these people to be cats. I don't want AJ Styles to be a cat. Mm-hmm. DJ Booty Dan. Mm-hmm. All right. Howdly Doodly. I don't want these people to be cats they're human beings. They, I don't want, no, man. I don't like when dogs are people and whales are humans. I don't like any of that stuff. When does a whale ever talk to a human voice? Oh, fucking, I don't know, man. I'm sure this happened. Maybe, I don't know. Weirdos.
2: Anyways, sorry, uh, can't be a more help. We're just not that familiar with cats, kind of across
1: the board. Yeah, I mean, here's a risky run by getting a Matt Chat question on here. You might get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, we'll close today with uh, not so much a question, more of a statement from Stevie
1: Bradley. Well, it is kind of a question. He's asking us, "What do we want from the Matt Chat community?" Given that Matt Chat is on life support right now.
2: Well, let's. let's we made
1: one statement. Hold on, we got to preface hey. this. Well, I was, okay, I was going to do it, you know, an epilogue. But okay, go ahead. Well, I feel like they did need a little bit of context.
2: We made we a passing statement in the end of the last episode that uh, the future of Matt Chat may be
1: uh, kind of up in the air for the time being. Yeah, we're probably going to quit doing it. Well, we'll see. Uh, so let's see what Stevie Bradley has to say, and then we'll do our epilogue.
3: Hey, friendos. It's Steven Larson. It's The Enforcer here. And uh don't really have a Matt Chat question, but I want to talk about Matt Chat. And rumor and innuendo abound about it being removed or discussions of it being gone, and that really... Breaks my heart, but not for the reason people would think about it being gone. I realize why people are talking about it maybe going away or better use of Steven Larson's time and editing skills. It's because that show is for us, for the $20 patrons, for us to speak our minds, to get going with what's the hot topics, and also honestly, to get ourselves over. That's how I got myself over. That's how I got myself noticed. So it's going to be a sad day if Matt chat ends. I hope that other friendos at the $20 level heed my call right now and say, hey, dropping that 20 is cool, but also it offers you a platform. It offers you a platform to get off your chest issues that you may be thinking about in wrestling that aren't being talked about. Get a little foolish with it. Um, Or it just dies and there will be no more enforcers or AL worms or Wayne makers or uh, Christopher Rampersad who week after week blasts out one. Gion Halili, number one. I appreciate you guys keeping it going because sometimes I get too busy at work I can't drop one of these. I'm doing this before I head off to work, guys. Don't be afraid to just grab your phone, jot something down, send it to them, text it to them even, man. So I see these lanes where it's 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Ain't right, dude. So I guess if I got to ask a question, what do you want from us, Steven Larson, for Matt Chat? Because if it does go, it goes, man. I understand. It's a business but I'd really hope there was a platform for us to get myself over for the next generation. All right, guys, too good. Me brother. Love you guys. Peace out. Thank you. Enforcer.
1: Thank you. And for a lot of passion there with the enforcer. Yes,
2: and, and I, and I enjoy it.
1: Uh, I'm- I told him, I told him because he, him and I don't know, uh, Patrick or dope or somebody in the mod chat said, uh, Hey, what's this about Matt chat? You guys said it might be one of the last ones. Uh, Well, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't do great uh, in terms of you. We are always figuring out ways how to give more value to the channel, to our audience, to our patrons, to our YouTube channel members. We want to make the channel the best it possibly can be. It's an always evolving thing. Yes, as you can tell, this year alone, already in January, we're focusing on more news briefs so that this is the one place you can go to
2: well but it's not just a, a philosophical thing there's 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 a strategic and business uh, minded reason behind it and it has to do with the ever-evolving nature of youtube um the, you know it, it, historically speaking for a number of years the primary metric in terms of determining basically everything was gross watch time mm-hmm. which when you have a podcast swell that works out well for you yeah that however changed, that change where like, now mm-hmm.
1: is year or two ago changed Um, to percentage of the video viewed so we started looking at what we're doing here on the channel and we're like okay I know that we're a podcast but can we be uh can can we can we be optimized within that for for YouTube and so it's like well we're never going to ditch our podcast that's our core programming but at the same time like what else can we do to optimize the channel for YouTube to make sure that going in raw is still a thing three years from now Mm -hmm. Uh, and so we started doing news briefs We brought back 10 for the win, which has been a pretty big success. Mm -hmm. We're going to continue to do that. Uh, And so we have to ask ourselves, well, we've got all these podcasts already with the recaps. Uh, Can we do something different with the time that we spend on Matt Chat that can even further enhance the viewer experience here on Going In Raw? Yeah, And so uh, Matt Chat is one of those things where – you know, people, it's sort of been the le- the least enthusiastic thing for the majority of our audience. Uh, and so how can we how can we change?
2: Yeah. And, and keep in mind, nothing is I don't think anything's firmly been decided about the fate of anything. We've had discussions. I don't think we've ever come to a conclusion solidly with the plan in place for anything. Um, and I think the, the primary concern for Stevie and I would guess for all our regular participants of Matt Chat is uh, just doing the video questions. Um, again, we haven't, if, if Matt chat goes anywhere, um, we haven't conclusively determined how we're going to handle that. That being said, I think I can confidently say that we're going to tr- try to work in video questions in some capacity
1: in another way. I think, I think there's another, yeah, I think there are other ways we can do it. Sure. So if
2: the concern is, is, is potentially losing Matt chat as an outlet to get friend of voices out there. Um, we understand that uh, we're cognizant of that. And we're going to try to find a way to keep that avenue open for the regular participants or anybody who wants to participate, um, you know, as they have been. Um, yeah, we, we would not if Matt Chat is to go away, um, it, the ability to send in video questions would not uh, evaporate with it necessarily. So
1: unless it does. Um, no, I agree. I agree with you. I think there's a way we can do it if the demand is there. Um yeah, I told Stevie, I was, you know, you, you could just have it. You can just have Matt Chat. Stevie Bradley can just have Matt Chat. They can get on the Discord. The Discord has that little group chat mm-hmm, feature. Mm-hmm. Just record it and then uh, give it to us if we like it. Maybe we'll run it. Maybe we won't. I don't know. <laughs> Very well. YouTube's a free platform. Anybody can be on YouTube. Maybe could be on there,
2: but it's not free. It takes a little while to get that, so you can uh, make a dollar and a cent
1: off it, though. Yeah, man. Hey, we've been doing it for ten years. Yeah, we're <laughs> and we're still figuring it out. Yeah, it's exactly. Ever evolving landscape. No, I no, I've, I've legitimately told them. I man, I, I wish Alex, Wayne, Kirsten, uh, all the folks from the UK would get together and do like something UK based. I would love that. I'd totally see if we, if if it was like decent enough, I'd run it on the channel, at least mm. on the audio channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stevie Bradley, any of them dudes, Mister Dope, they want to do something. Do it, show it to us. If we like it, we'll do something with it. Mm-hmm. I love our mods, they're great, they're the best, and they're like terrific personalities. Our, our community is the absolute best, I know it is. Anyways, uh, that's it for Matt Chat. There's commotion going on downstairs, it sounds like. but yeah, that's Matt Chat. Hopefully, maybe it might be the last Matt Chat, depending on what's going on out there. I'm gonna barricade the door, man. All right, you better get to it. All right, anyways, thanks for watching. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye.